0: Hi, this is David Matin and you're listening to New World Same Humans number 76, Our Collective Genius, published on the 1st of August 2021. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. This week, news from Silicon Valley got me thinking about the ongoing battle over the future of work and about a niche but influential idea that can help us make sense of what it means for our shared future. There's much here that's familiar ground for New World Same Humans, the nature of creativity and innovation, the role that physical presence plays in those processes, and the future of online communities. But the central idea here is new, and started, weirdly enough, with Brian Eno. Intrigued? Keep listening. LinkedIn has just announced that its global staff of 16,000 will be allowed to work remotely forever. At first glance, the news is just another minor staging post in the ongoing journey to figure out the future of work. A battle over that future is raging in Silicon Valley, with tech giants lining up on both sides. Twitter and Microsoft, who own LinkedIn, have told employees they're free now to work from anywhere Amazon and Apple say they want staff back at the office, at least most of the time. Both have faced an employee backlash. All this mirrors the quiet war between labour and capital that is unfolding inside the broader economy. Global market research firm Ipsos just published a new survey of knowledge workers across nine countries. One third said they'd quit – their job if forced to return to the office full-time. It remains unclear where all of this will land, but few doubt that a shift is underway. There will be no return to universal and uncontested expectations of physical presence in the office, and that's a major change in the way our societies are ordered. There's a reason, though, that we pay special attention to the way that this war is manifesting in Silicon Valley. And that reason taps into an even broader issue, one I've only addressed indirectly in previous New World Same Humans installments on the future of work, and one that will do much to shape our shared future. We pay special attention to Silicon Valley because it is a New Rome And it got that way by playing host across the last four decades to a microculture that produced one of the most impactful technological advances humankind has ever seen. How did that happen? In 1996, the British musician Brian Eno coined the word «senius» to describe «the intelligence and intuition of a whole cultural scene». Eno argued that the most important cultural and intellectual advances were often the product of large groups of people who came together and sparked a kind of collective magic. These collectives became more than the sum of their parts, and that enabled to make previously unthinkable advances that accelerated us into the future. Rather than promoting the lone genius model of progress, said Eno, we should get obsessed with the seniors model. You can see the ancient Greece of Socrates and Plato as a seniors. Early 20th century New Orleans gave the world jazz. It was a music seniors, and of course Silicon Valley can be understood as one of the most important senior ever. You'll notice something about these examples. They're all built around, indeed I've named them all after, a geographical location. When it comes to creating the magic that inspires a great leap forward, history tells us that being physically together matters. So here's a question. What happens to senior in a world where we decouple work and physical presence? I've written before on the evidence that physical presence facilitates organisational innovation and creativity, a phenomenon I call the chit-chat economy. But if you buy into Eno's theory of seniors, then the conversation around physical presence transcends even those concerns and becomes a question of our collective advancement as a species – If senior have given us many of the greatest moments in the history of art, ideas and technology, shouldn't we do everything we can to make more of them? And if we're now to embrace forms of life that see us live and work principally online and forego physical proximity, then will we reduce our chance to form senior and so impede our collective progress? Are we cancelling our own future? The quest to answer these questions will play a prominent role in the coming post-pandemic decade. And broadly speaking, the answers will fall into one of two camps. There will be those who seek to make possible new kinds of online senior. They will argue that supercharged communications tools can decouple collaboration and physical presence such that entirely remote senior are possible and that the internet has a long history of cultivating micro of its own. You could think of the mid-90s blogging culture as an online micro-senius, or the current explosion of visual creativity on TikTok. The arrival of next-generation virtual HQs, think Branch and Huddle, are a first attempt to move closer to true remote collaboration. And Mark Zuckerberg's recent indication that he plans to turn Facebook into a metaverse company are an indication of the stakes. They are nothing less than the chance to own the virtual world in which the next great seniors take shape. On the other side will be insurgents who seek to create and scale new location-based senior. They will be people who remain convinced of the primacy of physical proximity when it comes to collective human endeavor and who work to bring people into shared physical locations in new ways. You can see that mindset indirectly in product projects such as Launch House, a new incubator that brings the creator hype house model to tech founders. And is the Charter City movement that I covered a while back best understood as, at least in part, a new play around the power of seniors? All of this has implications for Silicon Valley and business more broadly. The question of physical seniors versus virtual seniors may emerge as a key tech culture debate comparable to the argument on open versus closed. But I wonder if this polarisation will reach far beyond those boundaries. After all, it encodes a divergent set of beliefs on how we work together, how we order our lives and societies, and, at the most abstract edges of the debate, how we best facilitate our advancement as a species. In other words, if you deeply believe in physical senior as the way forward, you take a different view on some hugely important issues from those who believe virtual senior are the way we'll make progress from now on. So it seems no overstatement to say this debate has the potential to become one of the defining polarities of the age, alongside based versus woke or climate denier versus climate believer Of course, most people won't articulate that debate in terms of seniors, a word which remains niche. It will manifest itself as arguments over how we work together, which centres of culture and innovation we should pay most attention to, and whether we flourish best primarily as members of physical or online communities. How much of our collective conversation, and even our politics, will be reordered around those issues – So far, we're too new to all this to know whether ongoing remote collaboration really works, and we certainly don't know whether remote senior, in the richest sense of the word, are possible. But the outlines of this new polarisation are becoming clear, and pretty soon the data will start to trickle in, as the decade wears on, expect this argument to flourish new world seniors thanks for listening this week in 2021 as you've no doubt noticed we're living through a newsletter explosion there's a lot to read and listen to out there and that's just one of the reasons i so deeply appreciate the time you spend with new world same humans i'm busy working on a next evolution of our community which i hope will enable us to become a nano seniors All of our own. And there's one thing you can do to help, and that's share. So if you found this week's instalment useful... Why not take a second or two to forward the email to someone, a friend, family member or colleague who'd also find it valuable. Or you can share New World Same Humans across one of your social networks and let people know why it's worth their time. Just navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. I'll be back as usual on Wednesday with New Week Same Humans. Until then, be well.